0: Well, how do we live as family? How do we become family and how do we live? We're going to have our, our Bible reading now uh, from Molly Pusey. So let's uh, have that video on the screen. Okay. The first reading is taken from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Thank you so much, Molly. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Because of God's great love, we are his children. This is how we know how much God loves us. Uh, later on in that book of 1 John, we read these words. It says, uh, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Uh, or think of those famous words from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. See, we're not part of God's family because we're special. We're part of God's family because God loved us on the cross. See, you and I are, are, are outsiders, aren't we? we? We can't come to God's kitchen table. We can't be his children on our own. Now, as we said those words of the confession earlier, we remembered that. But actually, the way we're part of God's family is that Jesus came, that God sent his son, God sent his child, so that you and I, who were not his children, could become his family, could become his children. God so loved us, that he made us his family, by giving us his son. God has no favourites, he doesn't think some are special and some are not special. No, everyone who loves and trusts Jesus is part of His family. We're all brothers and sisters. And just to help you think about that, I'd like you now just to go and quickly grab uh, a picture, a photo. Uh, it might be on your phone or it might be on the mantelpiece. I'll give you 10 seconds to go and grab one now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Three, two, one. Have you got one? Well, um, as you look at your pictures, these are some from my desk next door, what are the the things that come to mind? How do you feel about them? I'm sure many of us, there's probably quite a few words we could say, but I reckon at least one of them, and it came out in our text as well, at least one of them is going to be love. Those pictures are on our mantelpiece or on our phone because those are are special people who we love. And we are God's children. God would have our picture on his mantelpiece. Not because we're special, but see what love he's lavished on us. We are loved as God's children. And so that's just going to lead us into the first thing today. That is to say that, that because of that, we are all family. Now just for a moment, just want you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And if you've um, been to, to Pitch in Church before, in person, recently, or, or perhaps uh, even before this whole uh, pandemic began, or maybe you've just seen faces on the, the YouTube channel, just imagine those faces that you've seen. The the people that you know and love, the people you don't know. Uh, Little ones and old ones. Boys and girls. All of those many, many faces. Each one of those people are family. Each and every person are family. None of them favourites. Because we've all been brought into God's family because of God's great love. See what great love the Father's lavished and us, given us. That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. We are family. In a moment we're going to think about therefore, well, what does it mean to act like family? What does it mean to act like Family. Um, Why have I had a little game of charades? Was it just my amusement? It really wasn't. Um, It was because, just to help us to think about that question, well there I said, these are the the behaviours, who's the person? Well what about if we say, we're the family of God? What's the behaviour going to look like? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I just want to think about that for a moment. And to do that, we're going to use a few more verses from 1 John. Uh, so let's have our, our second bit of reading. 1 John, chapter 3, verses 16, eighteen. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions, and sees a brother or sister in need, that has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, or with actions and interests. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Molly, uh, for doing both of those readings. They were brilliant. Did you hear that first bit again? This is how we know what love is. We, we heard that before, I mean, this is how we know what love is. But then it kept going, didn't it? And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. I mean, Wow! Now, do you remember all those people that you saw when you closed your eyes? We said, they are your brothers and sisters. Why? Well, because Jesus laid down his life for us. This is how you know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And so we ought to to lay our lives down for others. And the second two verses, verses 17 and 18, sort of uh, apply that. They say, actually, real love isn't simply talking, it's also doing. Mm -hmm. It's not less than talking, but it's more than that. Jesus didn't simply come and say, I love you. Jesus came and acted. Uh, Imagine that you're at home uh, and you've got a great big pile of washing in your bedroom. And you know you've got to put the, the washing away. And then somebody walks by and says, oh, hello, I love you, and just walks by. They've seen your big washing. And you might think to yourself, do they really love me? They haven't helped me. They can see I've got this big pile of washing. If they loved me, they'd come and help. Now, I know there, there could be a million reasons why they wouldn't be able to help, but, but you get the idea, don't you? That actually, that real love isn't just talking, it's doing. Real love doesn't just say, oh, I love you. Real love acts. So what, what does that mean for us as a church family? What might real love look like for us? Well, a bit later on we might think about that when we, we get back to what we hope is more of a normal. But what about today? What might real love look like today? Now, just put your hand up. Again, this is challenging, we'll give it a go. Put your hand up if you like receiving posts. I do. I love receiving posts. Now, if I had to get, I'd say, you probably, apart from Domino's, who send me stuff all the time, apart from Domino's, you probably get most mail from your family, don't you? Post through your family. Now, my godmother was somebody who loved writing letters. In fact, after she passed away, I think the Guernsey Postal Service lost 10% of their work because of the amount of letters she'd sent. Uh, But she would always write letters, and she'd end them by saying something like this. She'd say, "I I will carry on asking Jesus to look after you. We love receiving posts. But we love connecting in that way. Wouldn't it be lovely to, to send each other posts to encourage and help one another? In the church uh, here, since I've been here, I've heard of, um, of packs, prayerfully adopted grandparents who have encouraged students. We could have prayerfully adopted grandchildren, couldn't we? Or, or prayerfully adopted brothers and sisters. Uh, and don't just think that actually this has to be for the adults writing letters. No kids, you could draw a picture. Look, let me give you an example. Here is a, here's a picture which has been sent in uh, already. It's just a picture of, of the church, the family. It's from Ben, aged 35 and a half. Now, I know you can do much better. Again, you can tell that the, the acting skills, that the arts world is not my department. Um, but wouldn't it be lovely, actually, kids, if you drew some pictures, just about this. Uh, you could drop them in the, the letterbox by the church, just write your name on and then we could give them to some people who'd really love them at this moment see there's all sorts of ways that we could love and care for one another. but why not doing that now why not this afternoon write a letter to somebody draw a picture get on the phone get on a zoom write an email, drop a text write a postcard send an Instagram message send a Facebook message send a pigeon if you've got one but why don't we reach out in the ways that we can now to encourage the family maybe just writing something simple like I will carry on asking Jesus to look after you in a moment we're going to think about what that might look in the future but let's think today how can we in real terms love our brothers and sisters Let me say a quick prayer. Loving Father, we thank you that we are family. Thank you that because of Jesus' love for us, we can love each other. And we pray this morning, you may think how we can show that love to one another today. Amen. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God because that is what we are. Uh, this is how we know what love is, that Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Uh, before we said that a way we could do that now is to, to write to each other, to, to send pictures, to write letters, to, to send phone calls. And that's something we can do, but, but love is bigger, isn't it? Love is bigger than simply writing letters, but not less than that. Because one day, one day it's going to change, isn't it? One day we're going to be able to meet again. One day we could go into other people's homes. What might that look like then? Well, let me give you two uh, thoughts. Uh, The first is this. I love food. Um, I love to eat. And I love to share food with others. Because that's what we do as family. Family. We gather together around a table and we eat together. It's what Jesus did all the time. But there will be some in our church family who will often eat alone. Or just with the same one or two people. But Why don't we, when we can, bring that hospitality back again? Why don't we show that love by bringing the family together? By bringing people of all ages and stages together? Uh, not just inviting those that we know, or those that are like us, but inviting those who are different to us. Those who are single or retired, those with young children. Knowing that family life can be messy. If you came to our dinner time, it would be very messy, and that's just me. Family life can be messy. Food can be messy. But see what love the Father has lavished in us, that we become children of God Love is to extend that hospitality, to be kind, to do all we can. But here's a second example. This is a, a true story from one of my friends, and um, that's here. Uh, here he is. Let's call him Steve. Uh, Steve is a, a, a church pastor. He's single. Uh, he's in his uh, early sort of forties. And he's going to that stage of life where he, he really felt that um, he needed to have a property. Not for himself, but just because actually it's it's wise and prudent. And he had some money, but uh, not quite enough. And he was sharing this with um, with Sharon, let's say, just a member of his church family. And they were talking away, having a little natter. And Sharon said, oh, we could lend you the money. And she said, no, 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 I, I couldn't possibly do that. That's too big a sacrifice. And she said to him, would you accept it from your parents? and then she said this uh, you've been telling us all the time that church is family and this is one way we can express and show it uh, and so together Sharon helped Steve buy a house now it could be this house if it was this small but obviously it wasn't this actual kind of this isn't a like for like model but, and the point I'm trying to get at is not that we should be helping each other buy houses the point I'm driving at is that love as a family goes deeper It might be saying, not can we buy a house, but it might be saying to somebody, do you want to come on our family holiday with us? Not just one year, but every year. You have no one to go on holiday with. Will you join us? Will you help us come as a family? Will you help uh, join in with the kids, looking after them, uh, mucking in at at, at dinner time? Uh, See what great love the Father has for us, that he called us children of God because that is what we are love is deeper love is real and so here's the point I want to end on the message is simple isn't it today as a church we're family you and I are family together but the questions are deep If we're honest, there's probably... We would do anything for our families. Anything within our capability, we would do. And that's certainly what Jesus did for us. So as a family of God, let's show our love to our brothers and sisters. Let's lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And do everything we can for them. Why? Because we're family Were the children of God been brought into God's family by Jesus at the cost of his life? The picture today is a simple one. We are family. The way it lives out, one of the deepest questions we can ponder and ask ourselves today. So as we close uh, this morning, let's pray together. Dear Father, we thank you so much that because of your great love, we are your children and we are all uh, the same in that because we have all been purchased and brought by Jesus into your family, that Jesus saved each one of us. And we pray this morning, we may lay our lives down in the same way for our brothers and sisters to love them as family Amen